Hello and welcome to Expressions by JT. We are so excited to have our guest today, Miss Keisha Carey Walker. How are you doing today? Hi there, JT. I am doing well. Thank you so very much for having me. Yes, I'm glad that you accepted the invite. So we're going to start off with you just telling a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am from Washington, Arkansas, which is a very small town in Southwest Arkansas. I attended Henderson State University where I obtained my bachelor's degree in communications. I now reside here in Little Rock um, with my husband of 17 years, Eric Walker. We're raising our greatest blessings, Gabrielle, who's 15, going on minimally 19, and um, Jackson, who's 13. Um, I've been in pharmaceutical sales for almost 15 years and I discovered and ventured out on my passion. So I'm also the founder and CEO of Career Coaching by Keisha Carey, LLC, um, since 2009. So that's just a little bit about me. Okay, great. So what led you into pharmaceutical sales with a communications degree? That is a great question. Um, very long story, but I'll give you the short version of that story. Um, I right out of college, started with a Fortune 500 company in a management program, um, worked my way up, got a mentor, should I say, uh, literally called me one day and was like, listen, my VP and I have been downtown Little Rock for, the la for uh, the, all the week, and we've been looking for someone to take my place, and we've had no luck, so why don't you send me your resume? And I said to him, Ugh, you know what? I would, but I'm pregnant. And he goes, you know what? Just send me your resume. And he hung up the phone and literally the rest is history. Um, I didn't plan on going in pharmaceutical sales. Um, it literally landed in my lap and it honestly has just worked out for me. It's been amazing, uh, an amazing ride thus far. Wow. Okay. So I know that your resume showed a lot of preparation and hard work and, you know, dedication to the former jobs that you had. Um, what would you say are three important things to finding the perfect career? I mean, like now that you have this pharmaceutical sales job and this um, Keisha Carey coaching service, um, what would you say are the three most important things to find in the perfect career? So, you know, as a career coach, you know, having, having my own business, I would say probably the three things to finding the perfect career. Number one is figure out what you're good at. What do you like doing? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? You know, what, what have you accomplished in your past? What have you been recognized for? That's the main thing you need to figure out when you're really trying to figure out where you want to be in your career. What are you really good at or what are you what are you recognized for from your peers, from family, um, friends, etc. The second thing I'll say is be flexible, remain open, because so often we think we want to go in one direction. We really have this idea of what we want to do, but sometimes because it's not packaged the way we think it should be, or it doesn't come with the title we think it should, we 
we, we're not flexible. We don't adjust. Um, and number three, I would say probably should be more of number two, but number three, create a plan of where, not only where you want to be, but how you're going to get there. This is where I want to be. And here's how I think I'm going to get there. Um, so those will be the three things I think that um, are important to finding the perfect career. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to know within you, you, your scope of coaching people, do you ever find people not realizing what they're good at? Or, you know, like when you said, recognize what your peers and your family notice about you. Um, are people aware of sometimes their talents? Like JT, you- that's a really good question. And Absolutely not. (laughs) People (laughs) take for granted what they bring to the table. And that's something I talk to my clients about all the time. They're so focused on all these things that they don't have. I don't have this experience. I don't have that experience. I don't have this degree. I don't have that degree. I say so often, control the controllables. What do you have? Now let's hone in and perfect what you do have, because that's all we can control ourselves. So no matter what background my clients have, and I have an array of clients with, you know, so many come from so many different backgrounds, but that's the common thread. People don't, not everyone, but majority people don't see the value they bring or they, they uh, discount it in a major way. So that's the whole reason I even started my career coaching business in 2009, because prior having HR recruiting background, there was so many times I wanted to invite someone on to a second, third interview or final interview, but there were things they needed to tweak, change, not say, and I legally could not give them the feedback that they needed. Um, and, and so that's that's how career coaching by Keisha Carey was even born. It was born out of that. So now with my clients, you know, I'm telling them what to say, what not to say, how this comes across, et cetera. But, you know, realistically answering your question, absolutely not. In in the title, job title doesn't matter. In general, people just don't necessarily see all the value they bring. Right. That's interesting. But if you don't see your worth, you sort of cheat yourself. You absolutely do cheat yourself. And that's some of the things that um, I've had the opportunity to work with uh, clients on from promotion packets, developing a plan to get promoted internally, looking obviously outside of the company as well. But what have you done? What can you speak to? How can you show your value? You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been in several situations where I wanted a promotion and didn't get it, or I felt like I hit a brick wall, or I wanted something so bad and it turned out I wanted a position so bad, or this promotion, and it turned out that that was the best thing that didn't happen to me, but I didn't see it at the time. So instead of quitting, it's just so important to be flexible and agile and just not giving up is just such a critical piece of your own success. Right, right. Okay, so mentioning that about being flexible and agile, um, how would you suggest a person could move from their comfort zone to go ahead and stretch themselves out to um, apply for that next level up 
um, position versus seeing themselves as just an entry level person? Um, when I hear comfort zone or I think of comfort, I, I really think the word comfort is really overrated and it's such a natural <laughs> um, feeling that we all have. We, we all want to be comfortable, but when we're thinking about growth, growth is uncomfortable. Why is it uncomfortable? Because you've, you've never been where you're trying to go before and that is just not comfortable. So some advice that I would would suggest when you're trying to move out of your comfort zone, the first thing I would say is try something new, whether it be taking on a, a new project at work or more responsibility or a leadership role. Um, I would say try something new because oftentimes trying something new will lead uh, to more opportunities, to new opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, address your fears. That fear thing is very real and everybody deals with it on some level or not. Everybody mm -hmm. is fearful, but you can't let that paralyze you. And oftentimes we remain in our comfort zone because we're fearful. So I like to tell my clients, get comfortable being uncomfortable. I personally am always uncomfortable with their pharmaceutical sales, whether career coaching. Um, my career coaching business today in 2021 is completely different than 2009 when I launched it. And that's been part of my success and how I've been able to remain relevant and work with people across the country. You have to address your fears. And then the last thing I would say is don't quit. If it doesn't work out, if your goals that you have set doesn't work out, you've got to believe that something better, you know, is going to work out for you. So you just can't quit. You have to keep going. You have to move forward. And I have so many personal stories about, you know, being laid off or something not working out. But I promise you, the, the next thing will. So it's the just not giving up. Right, right. So with your business, how can people reach you? So you can go to my website, which is KeishaCarey.com, K-E-S-H-A-C-A-R-E-Y.com. You can find me on Instagram at Career Coach Keisha Carey. You can always do the old fashioned thing by just, you know, picking up the phone to call uh, to schedule a consultation. I do offer um a free 15 minute consult. Thank you for tuning in to Expressions by JT. Please remember to like, write a review, and share the podcast. Now we will continue listening to Ms. Keisha Carey Walker explain about what has inspired her and all about self care. The next question, you know, with all of what you do, I know that you are inspired by different things. Um, has anyone been a big influence on you? Uh, anyone being a big influence on me, several people. Um, I'll, I'll start with, I always say, and people that are really close to me always hear me say that uh, Oprah is my unofficial mentor. Uh, I think mentorship is extremely important. I do have a mentor that, as I mentioned earlier, that's how I got into pharmaceutical sales, but um, my mentor has been in, uh, influential. But as far as my inspiration, I, I would have to say it's my family. It's the reason I do what I do. It's the reason that 
Um, I try to do it in an excellent way. I have two beautiful kids that I know that are watching me. And, you know, honestly, I want to make them proud. I want them to know that their mom is uh, fearless. She does it unapologetically. She, you know, it is possible to um, live your dreams. It absolutely is possible. I know they're watching. So I want them uh, to in be inspired by their mom. Right. Right. And that is what this podcast um, tries to offer. Um, my children listen to it. Relatives listen to it. Friends and family. And basically it's to try to let you know, hey, there are many career paths. There are many decisions you can make um, while in adulthood as a mother or um, as any type of professional, but you have people that can help you. Absolutely. You been there before, you know, and that's really what inspired this podcast. So um, what would you tell your 20 year old self? Looking back, I know um, both of us attended the same universities and probably experienced some similar things. So <laughs> at 20, we were, you know, on the quad, on the yard. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we were. What would you um, look back and tell yourself at 20? Looking back, um, I think I would tell my 20-year-old self, dream bigger. You know, uh, just because you don't necessarily see it doesn't mean it can't be done. Um, so, you know, you don't have to weed out between, you know, oh, I don't like math. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. Just go for it. Full throttle. Just do it. Just be you. It's funny you asked that question because, you know, realistically, after turning 40, I feel like that's when life has really started to get good, you know, because I live so much of my early life in my own box, in my own head, just being fearful. And, you know, the fear is there, but I don't let it control me. I, I do it scared. I do it anyway. Um, I'm looking for success. I go and find success. So my 20 year old self, I would just say, go big. However big you think, and if it makes you nervous, go a little bit harder, go a little bit bigger, because it's possible. You can do it. Why not you? You know? Right. Right. That go big and do it scared um, brings about, you know, you know, who our faith is in. And a lot of times, um, and I'll also bringing in the fact you said you can only control what you can control, you know, knowing the uncontrollables and going forward, you know. Um, so do you have a favorite scripture that guides you or anything to continue to push forward without that fear or any kind of quote? Um, I have both, but I will just share my uh, scripture, my most favorite scripture. I literally remember when the scripture was revealed to me. Um, it was early 2000. I used to go to 5 a.m. prayer. This is before the husband, before the kids, but it's John 15, 6. Um, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give it to you. And it's really the A clause of that. You did not choose me, but I chose you. So early on in my life, I remember thinking, God, why me? Because sometimes things are just so different. So it's, 
you know, and it, it was the why me because good things were happening to me, but they were good things that had never happened. I'd never seen before. So there was some guilt associated with some of those blessings. And so he revealed that to me. I remember it literally clear as day, but the you did not choke, you did not choose me, but I chose you is just settle into your blessings, settle into who you are. That's what he told me back in 2000. Like if he didn't give it to me, I do not want it. And no one can take those things if he gave it to you. So just knowing that and just getting real, if I can use the word comfortable in that word. So Mm -hmm. that's that's what I take with me. That's what I know for sure that everything I have and everything I do, I know that it's in him and of him. Right. Right. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Okay. So with all of that, what would you say is your greatest achievement yet? Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) um, My greatest achievement to date, I would say, probably would be being a small business owner for the past 12 years and seeing the impact that I'm able to make on the lives of others, just through the feedback that I get through the, um, you know, the calls, the work, the projects, the referrals. It it literally blows my mind. I, I don't take it for granted. I, to this day, my husband and I have an inside joke like, they called me this person who knows this person who knows this part like they called me of course they did because you're chosen Keisha like of course so (laughs) you know like I don't take it for granted so that's my greatest achievement I guess when I think about professional but ultimately my greatest achievement I think really truly is being able to see God in everything that I do I literally I'm the girl who sees God in all the details in everything. I don't think so highly of myself that all the things that happen are because of me, because of me, because I'm so great and wonderful. And again, anyone who's really close to me, hear me say this all the time, who could probably um, repeat this along with me, but that's just my mantra. You know, mm-hmm. if God don't do it, I don't want it. And everything is because of him. So, right. and it just keeps me grateful. Right, right. So how do you practice self-care? So JT, um, I'm pretty good at managing self-care. I told you once I hit 40, I realized, um, you know, as I was created for all these things, um, luxury, um, nice things, rewarding myself as a part of it. If I'm going to go this hard in my life in every area of my life, then I need to actually enjoy it. So how do I do it? It depends. I love I have hobbies. I love traveling. I love spending time with my family. Um, I paint. Abstract art is one of my favorite things to do. Um, Now my daughter is kind of taking that over. That seems to be her thing. But um, I like shopping. I like um, massages. I like, you know, just I just treat myself. I like spending time with me you know, Mm -hmm. just me. Um, And I do it and I'm not ashamed that I do it. 
if that makes sense. Like I don't, there's no, my, my kids see me celebrate me. My kids see me uh, reward me. And I celebrate all the small wins in our life, my family life. We really do celebrate those small things because I don't take it for granted. So if we got all A's, we celebrating. If, you know, if I had a really stressful week at work or I hit a goal, we're celebrating. If, you know, it just doesn't matter. It's those small things that I constantly celebrate, which is a part of me, you know, because it doesn't have to be that way. Um, I'll say this, but something, uh, something that keeps me grounded, I think about often my mom says, you know, you can be up today and down today in this crazy world. And I recognize that and I know that. So you just can't take anything for granted one moment to the next. So it's just right. a part of who I am. The self-care is a part of who I am. Um, I run now. I, you know, I had a pretty major injury um, early part of this year. My mom said, girl, you wait till you get 45 years old before you want to start running. Well, I didn't know this run. I didn't know how important health was in my 20s. It wasn't a focus for me. But, you know, a long time ago, I asked the Lord, you know, God, I'm asking you, I want to thrive in every area of my life. And sometimes we ask the Lord for things that we don't really know what we're asking him for. You know, I don't want just the financial. I don't want just the spiritual. I don't want, you know, I want every area. Right. Well, the area is my body also. So I thought, oh, God, what did I ask for? You know, um, and, and, and he gives us what we ask for. So, you know, running, exercising, that's a part of my self-care, you know, so I count that as an honor and a privilege. Am I perfect with it? Absolutely not. But I do enjoy it. Right. So it's all self-care. OK, thank you for sharing that with us. So as we begin to wrap up. Um, what last parting words would you like to share with our audience? Um, I just received some data and statistics about the podcast and, um, it seems like a lot of people listen to it when they're at work. <laughs> <laughs> so basically it said from 11 to 5 PM, people are listening to this. So with that being said, what would be the last, um, words of advice you would give knowing that they're probably listening while they're at work yeah <laughs> just to kind of push them forward absolutely I would say my last parting words would be you know if you don't like where you are in your life change it period it's your responsibility and you can do it you know it mm -hmm. really can be done we don't have to just we don't have to settle. We don't have to have to just survive, get by. We really can thrive in this life. We were created to thrive. So why not? It's going to take a lot of work. I'm not saying it like, oh, if you do these two things, then this will happen. No. But if you are in a place that you do not like, you can and should change it. Yes. Yes, I agree. And I will take those words to heart as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I appreciate your time. And if you don't have any questions for me or anything else you would like to share, um, I will see you and talk to you later. Well, thank you so much again. I appreciate you taking the time to interview me and um, no further questions for me.
All right. Have a great day. You as well. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.